0: the Play No Games Podcast We're the hardest working like podcast in Portland, Oregon,
1: man Play No Games no. Play No Games Podcast Slash show, show.
0: Welcome to the Play No Games Slash Podcast slash show slash. we are <laughs> slash it's I'm not gonna front. It's been a long ass day, now nah, long ass <laughs> week for your boy Bob. Um, I'll just say this. Um, Ooh, man. if you like what we're doing, man. and you want us to grow, we have a major, actually serious project. We are building a studio. Where that studio will
2: be at will never be
0: disclosed. But is this
2: official? Is this breaking news? This is breaking news. We've like. Throwing the idea around, and you've been like, I like it, what? but it nev- nothing's been confirmed. We're officially putting the stamp on this? We're going to put the stamp on this. Jeez. Jeez. Hey, hey, hey right. y'all, we need some money. <laughs> uh, we need some money, y'all. At least for like an Ikea desk and some lights. <laughs> <all right. laughs> Drop that Ikea get Kia price in there. Uh.
0: No one will ever know the location of where this studio will be at, but it will be all of ours. Um, All of ours, it, it, even it,
1: yours, fans.
0: Yes, come and visit. <laughs> Within reason, they gotta have a wristband and pay some money. Come to the merch shop. I've, we we gonna have some merch in the fall, <laughs> man. Um, so yeah, we're definitely gonna be building a studio. Hopefully, um, we're gonna you know it's gonna a lot of love is gonna be placed in it, and our main man Casion um, Vasile. Did I say it right? Yeah, that's pretty, that yeah. pretty good. Yeah, he's uh, going to use his wonderful talents, and obviously me and AJ we're going to you know pitch in, and definitely we uh, we've talked about it, and that's why we need those donations. So, Dollar Shrine Hero Bob, um, hey, look here, we're not trying to take your money. We're not Derek Jackson. We're not Jesse Smollett. We're not Damn. even um, Joe Biden. At times, we're not trying to take your money. We want to actually. We help are not you the grow. IRS. We show ain't that Um, because we're trying to put you on a higher vibration. And that comes from you learning from self growth. That comes from you knowing what your purpose is. And that comes from knowing different social situations and getting yourself ready for that relationship. Um, Sick. Yeah. Usually AJ would take over this part, but uh, we got, we all kind of talked beforehand and before we kind of get into some fun today, I think it'd be very appropriate. Um, First all to kind of talk about what we play no games About and I think what we play No games about is child Safety and um, And I know People are going to have an issue with this And that's I'm fine with that but I'm just going to say Not gun safety Not gun reform Gun awareness I can At least just say for me um, What's been currently going On in our society in our first world society the number America leads in mass shootings when it comes to places at the movies schools churches and we lead by like an astounding rate which is crazy like i think we're like 300 mass shootings out of all the nations and i think it's a damn shame that our kids have to be subjected to adult issues and what i always tell people a lot is when we get older, we're literally adults and we have little kid problems. So Mm -hmm. I don't understand um, the adults in the room and even myself included. um, Why can't we just come together and, um, you know, build that better future. So with all that being said, we're going to play no games about what's currently going on with uh, the mass shootings that's going on. And I guess I kind of want to ask, Everybody here, how do y'all, how do y'all want to ease into this? Do y'all want to kind of like just give like a quick synopsis? I can do it or how are y'all feeling about wanting to talk about this?
2: Mm. I don't know which one of you feels we, the best.
1: We like can just, um, knows the most about the situation. Um, I don't know too much. Uh, I know a little bit about it. Um,
0: oh, I can go. I have no problem. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> Tap into
0: it. So in the last couple of weeks, there's been a shooting in Buffalo. There was a shooting at a church in California, mm-hmm. and there was recently a shooting in Texas. And and what happened pretty much in all of those situations is someone was upset about a situation going on in their life, and they took that rage and anger out on people. The one in Buffalo was racially motivated the one
1: wasn't the one in California racially motivated too, as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: um, the one in California was racially motivated. That was, I think it was a predominantly predominant black church, not black church. I think it was Asian church. Oh yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, Asian. And, Asian church. and um, and then what's going on in um Texas is uh, it was a sc- another school shooting. I don't think that one was more racially motivated. I think it was more so. Um, delusions of grandeur and I guess I just want to talk to you guys all about um when it comes to do you feel like as a society we're kind of numb to these mass shootings currently right now
1: uh I'll start um I don't feel like it's numbness I feel like we keep joining this cycle of um Propose this, propose that, propose this, and nothing gets done. And then it goes away. And then it pops back up again a few years later or a few months later or whatever the case may be to where we get back into these same situations that we were in before. And I think it's like a cycle of nothing truly getting done because it's been such a hot topic for over the last 10, 15 years. Yeah. Um, And I and I feel like it is it is a divider in our country. I think gun gun laws are a mass, it, they're, they are a big divider in our country. And I think there's going to be people who are going to say they're just trying to take our guns away. There's going to be people that are going to say, like, we need to get rid of these. And so it's like trying to find the sense of what is right and what is wrong. And so, like, being able to sit down and have these conversations is going to be kind of critical because I think there is no right or wrong behind having a gun, but there is a right or wrong between taking a life. And and that was 18 children or it was like 16 children and the person himself and the grandma. Grandma's in critical condition, unless a couple of adults too. Cut, yeah. So like grandma's alive. So like, but my thing to that is it's like, that's when it becomes, there's no question behind like behind like, situations like this and for me like working with kids being in that situation i don't know what i've done truthfully even in like Mm. a security role like what do you do when the shit hits a fan like that right and it's like there's only so much you know in my head i can say yeah i take a life for a life whatever but in that situation it's like what do you do you know so i think that is the tough part behind all of this too as well
0: I, no, I super yeah. duper appreciate Koss, What you Yeah.
1: Um
2: like you pointed out, are we becoming numb to this? I think to a degree to a degree we are because like Arthur said, it's almost like a cycle, you know, it happens, stuff comes up in the news, people make a, you know, talk about it and then eventually it just goes away cuz nothing happens. But also like the fact that all these shootings, you know, have like numbers to them now. Like, you know, 18 people here, 30 mm. people there, so on and so forth. I think we're not we're not putting Names We're not putting faces to the, you know, to the real casualties that are occurring. Absolutely. And I think I think that's how like, you know, the, the way the news covers it and everything has made it seem very numb. Um, so, yeah, I guess to answer your question, yes, I do think it's become very numb, especially in this country versus if you look at any other country, if something like this happened, it would change everything. I think it, it, would, it would create a huge wave of um, reform in politics and in like, so you know, in culture aspect as well.
1: And I I think, I think to what you just said too, as well, like culturally, culturally specific, like our country as a culture is built up on this sense of violence. And so I feel like, yes, the numbness is there. The awareness is there, but it's like, like we were saying, like, there's only so much we can really control in that situation. It's like, yeah, we can speak out and demand and demand and put rights and make people, put people in those positions to try and change policy. But it's a part. It's, it's crazy to even think that it's a part of our culture. But, like, mass shootings have been going on in our culture for a long time. Mass killings, I should say. That's the foundation of our, our culture. That's the foundation of the U.S. Like, when you break all this, it, it's, we've been mass killing folks. And it, we've just called it different terms. And now the fact that anybody has access to a gun almost, so to speak, that's the first thing. That people are going to now, you know um just you know from a thought just from a thought perspective, mm-hmm.
0: I think for me, like the most like difficult thing for me to like stomach is, and I think this is like what I have like a problem with just like how our current like world is constructed in the first world in the first world, where like I can see I can have an understanding. If where I'm like, people are like, they wouldn't like, there are people right now in our society that don't like that. Me and Cos are close or friends, or like, they look different. They look at us differently walking down the street. I've known this. I've experienced this, whether I shared this with you or not, where I'm like, it, it's as long as they mind their business, or if like, if we patronize a business, We're still customers. There's still that. And I guess my issue with a lot of different things and why I feel like this is just like, I think there's a, not it was pretty much a quote I posted and it was like, the person who's committing or doing these things are like monstrous acts, but we are truly the monsters because we're truly like watching a monster do this over and over and over again. And I guess my question is, it's kind of like, why can't we as society get together and just compromise? And the reason why I bring up the word compromise is before I kind of get into like more schematics of the shooting is because a lot of people and AJ, you kind of bring this up. People see this as a red or blue thing. And I guess I kind of want to ask you, you know, just, and just, oh, this is just more so opening it up where it's kind of like, why do you think it's, Why do you think it's so hard for, I'll just say, Democrats, moderates, Republicans to sit down and put down a baseline compromise bill? And I mean like a compromise bill is we just get background checks. Maybe there's like mental health background goes with it because in Japan, it's it's like they do interviews and things like that. Why do you think? it's so hard to even get a compromise. We're not going to the extreme or saying no guns, and we're not going to the other extremes, to to the other end of the spectrum. Why, is, why do y'all think it's so hard for people just to compromise?
1: To that, I don't even think, but for me, is I don't even think it's the people that own the gun that's killing. It's people who have access to the gun that are killing. Mm. And I think that that is why I think it's such a great area, is because the people that are owning the gun are like, I'm not killing people and I own my guns, da 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 but it's like it's not that. The owner most of the time, it's someone who has access to these guns that this owner has. And I think people forget that. Like, a lot of these mass shootings, especially the recent ones, they weren't the owners of those guns that they were shooting somebody with or people with. They weren't the owners of those guns. Mm -hmm. And that's what we have like, and I think it's a critical question that we have to ask ourselves is like, how are we allowing people to have access to things they shouldn't have access to? Like, and that, but it's like, that's something that we can't control. And it's like, it's a sucky situation because we can't control that. We, I can't control what Costa is as his own house. That's Costa's house. So whoever he has, let's have access to whatever he has access to. That's on him. That's his responsibility, and I think that is who the people that we have to go after and say, this is your responsibility because you allowed this person to take your gun and go kill all these people, and I I guarantee you, if you did that, things would change. Things would change because now I'm responsible for something that someone else did. I think a lot of people will begin to be, like, begin to start holding things a little bit tighter and and protecting a little bit more.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, To kind of answer a little bit of your question here,
2: um, uh, you know, I, I I'll just be honest. I was raised in a very Republican house. All you know, being Romanian, my parents went through communism, so they, of course, have politically the opposite. Every Romanian, every Ukrainian I know, extremely Republican. I'm somewhere in the middle. I like to say, I but I, I uh, can bounce for this. Um, the reason I think there's so much pushback is a lot of like heavy Republicans believe. If you give an inch, you give a mile. I don't agree with this ideology. I'm someone who has, you know, we live in Oregon. This isn't a surprise. Surprisingly, though, it's extremely easy to buy a gun in Oregon. I don't know <laughs> if you, either of you guys have gone through that process. Yeah. It's really mm-hmm. easy. Yeah. For me, it was a 15-minute background check, and that was it. Word. I was in the gun store. I already looked online. I They had it, I mean, a point. specific gun for sale. I knew. I wanted. I went. I felt. I was like, all right. Filled out the paperwork. I was like, do you have any mental disabilities? No. Do you have any crazy thoughts in your mind? No. <laughs> like, you filled us out yourself. Just like, da da You sign your name. You give your social security. I think you give your Yeah, you have to give your social yeah. security everything. They're like, all right, uh, we're going to run this. Go and feel free to look around. I, like, before I could even be get done looking at, like, holsters. Like, oh, hey, okay, we're done. Boom.
1: Out the door. 15 yeah, minutes. You can literally purchase purchase the gun online. Go into the store. They do the background check for you as soon as you step into the door. 15 minutes 20 minutes you get the the gun is there for you waiting for you oh yeah. especially if you have nothing if you have no criminal history oh yeah no no was, yeah. like no crazy anything on your on your record they're like oh here you go it's it's literally like buying candy at a grocery store it's it scared me how easy how easy it was to buy it
2: and then from that day on I was like all right now this isn't okay I am someone who believes if you are the right person you should be able to own a firearm to to protect yourself. But at the same time, I think it's way too easy in this country to own a firearm because of that. I think it like you said I think there should be an interview process. I think there has to be a much more strenuous process to allow someone to own something like that because at the end of the day, it's not like a piece of candy, it's not a toy. It can be used to take a life unfortunately. And and then especially it's so different from state to state, which is the worst part, too. Mm. It's something that makes our country great that like each state is different. But at the same time, like you can go to Arizona and people will literally have an AR-15 inside of Walmart.
1: Like you can do what? that. You can open carry in Oregon. You, you know that, right? Outside of Portland limits, right? It's Out, it's outside o- of city limits or no, whatever. it's in you can you can open carry in Oregon. But but just like a handgun, right? So, yeah. handgun. Yeah. Um, okay. But the only way to cover it is to have a. A carries per minute. That's the only way you can cover it. You can open carry. Oregon is an open carry state. Mm-hmm. So and that's what people forget too, is like knowing those gun laws in the sense of like truthfully everybody can have a gun and show it, but you know, it's not illegal to show it. Like you, no. you got but you can't yeah. like you can't take it into a grocery store, you can't take it in some public settings like a library or something yeah. like that. There's like some rules with it like that.
2: But No, but in other states you can have it on a holster, right? And uh, visible for everyone to see it um what is it uh, i'm trying to think what was i gonna say oh, uh, oh and then now if you want your concealed carry license you can do it online
1: mm-hmm. which uh it.
2: is something else that's terrible you know that before you had to make an appointment it had to be like you spend a whole day at like bass pro shop or whatever get your you know do like a quick little course do the quiz and now you can just do it online like that's Takes like I don't know half an hour maybe less than that to to get your concealed carry license in Oregon at least and I'm it's uh, yeah,
1: but you with that though you have to go to a gun range and prove that you can shoot the gun, which is the weirdest part about it, in, in order to get your concealed.
0: Okay, thank I appreciate and thank y'all for the for the for the education on that because I think for me I think a lot of people are tired of like, we'll talk about this and then next week we'll be like, all right, the next thing it'll be like um guy has 37, <laughs> you know, children and then they'll be like, oh, is he really high value and all the other stuff? And then we'll move on and then this happens again. And mm-hmm. I think one of the things that really stresses like me out is like I'm very system solution oriented where it's like I don't want for me personally I don't want to take people's guns away that's that's to me that's just dumb I'm Like you gotta be able to protect you know protect yours I get that 110% but the compromise of like y'all just explain how easy that that I think that didn't even take an hour of all the things you both explained that you could do to get a gun I think you could do that in an hour which is yeah. crazy yeah
2: mm-hmm. if, and, he, if you looked online knew the gun you wanted to buy <laughs> You could be out of there in 10 minutes.
0: And why do you think it's so difficult? And that's the part where I'm like, well, I'm not, the NRA is their own, like, whatever. But the I'm NRA kinda, is awful. Yeah, they're their no. own. So, they're how do scam. you have these conversations to these people where I'm just kind of like, we're not trying to take your gut? We just want maybe there to be like three different barriers. And then mixing in a little bit what you're saying too, AJ too, is like that's even going to another level. Being like,
2: if this is your gun, using this, you know, travesty, you paying some dividends. Mm -hmm. My dad was in the NRA actually. Really? Yeah, a funny story. He hated it. He was like, these guys are scammers. No, yeah, uh, the NRA is awful because they really take your money, and if you like try to get out of there, uh, because he thought he was gonna get some benefits from being part of it, you know with his limited english he thought he was going to get something maybe a gold coin or something but uh but no you get nothing and then like if you try to take out your card or, you know cancel your membership whatever they like hold it for like three extra months like like you have to like pay your dues as if like you're breaking a lease or something like it's yeah no so fuck the nra
1: <laughs> honestly um and to the gunpoint you don't need uh to pass a background to have a single arm fire. It's like a like a bolt pin. action type yeah, of so yeah. So like old school style gun, mm-hmm. you don't need to pass a, a background check for that. You know you can just purchase that off the shelf too, which is even crazier. And that if possible. you're good
2: enough with it, you can shoot faster than a like yeah like a single round like, like pistol it. or whatever. Like you can <laughs> <laughs> you <can> unload <laughs> real quick with that. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. It's, I think for
0: me, I'm just, like, really tired of, like, the adults. And I mean I mean the adults. I just mean all of us being, like, I can see, like, even if I don't agree with someone or something, if it benefits, like, a group of people, right, I'm not going to go out of my way to be like, ah, fuck that. Like, all right, cool, because I live on this earth with other people and other animals.
1: And cool. huh? no, go oh no good. Oh no go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. No I miss, go, ahead. go ahead go ahead. I I literally was having this conversation with this dude I met um uh, what's today? Tuesday? Was Thursday. woods Thursday okay. Tuesday. Yeah. Um no yes what's the wait Wednesday? Cool. My days are off. Um We're I filming on an unusual day for us. Yeah. Yeah absolutely I so crack on Wednesday. Um so anyway, I met this dude, this older this older white gentleman, and he like, uh, he was talking about the same thing that you, you talked about, learning how to compromise with one another, work with one another. He's like, we have a hard time because everybody just wants to take from everybody yeah. instead of give because you have this good quality, let me give you this because you have this and we can exchange that. Or you have this quality. Yeah. We, there's no exchange in this sense of United States. Like it's all like, Oh, you're going to give me all of these. Okay. I'm going to take all of these instead mm-hmm. of like, you don't need all of those. Like yep. you can't leave that for somebody else to take too. And I think that is where it comes into it. It's like, I got to protect mine. I got to take everything else.
2: Yeah. I was going to say that's very much like an American trait, mm-hmm. like just to take uh kind of, you know, kind of what this country's built on in a way uh just take and take and you know always protect yourself protect your neck uh and all that versus you know if you look at other ideologies maybe in Asia maybe in Europe a little more sharing a little more sharing of the wealth a little more compromise
0: Uh, yeah yeah. and I I guess the sad part about it is like then we'll kind of just look at because like I think the so for me, because just catching up the speed. So the Buffalo thing, I purposely didn't see any of the Buffalo thing, but I was just like, oh, I'm lying to you. The only thing I did saw is like uh, the guy that went through the grocery store that did the hate crime. He just killed black people like he let white people go and he wrote the N word on his gun. I only saw the gun and like some of that. And I was like, I'm not really going to watch that. I didn't see anything much of like the church stuff, but I was happy that. I shouldn't say happy. I was. It. I don't say happy. It was good to see the church Believe people come to come together, hit him with a steel chair, and restrain him from killing him other people. So that made me like, I'm like, I'm like great job, people. Fuck this thing up <laughs> before the police came, and I think. I will say the Texas thing I think kind of messed me up the most because my little niece, shout out to her. She'll probably never watch this or her <laughs> mom will never watch this. Um, she sent me like a very, her like eighth grade promotion speech that she's given. And like yesterday that really warmed my heart. Cause I'm kind of like, she's growing up, she's speaking Korean now. So she speaks Latin, Korean, yeah. English. Like she wants she's total BTS Little, oh, little girl, okay, yeah. okay. She wants to go to Korea, South Korea. you uh, gonna take her heavens, no. <laughs> um, uh, but it just is kind of like put me in the situation because I think what messed me up was I was watching a couple of videos, and I definitely want you guys' opinion on this. Is here's the messed up part about what happened in Texas is the police knew that this guy was going to the school because they were informed on the phone and here the the crazy thing about it is what I saw is they formed a police line in front of the school and they wouldn't let parents go through to the school and let's add more sauce. So this is like during the shooting, like this is during the shooting. Yeah, I'm about to, I'm about to, this is, I did my journalistic integrity. And once I get new information, so during the shooting, right. But Oh, you're during the shooting some of the officers got their kids out of the school while it was going on. So that's going on. And then parents are trying to get in. They're saying, Oh, we don't have building keys to get in. You need to wait. So while kids are bleeding out, yeah, kids are bleeding out and the cops are getting their kids out. Other kids are dying. And then you tase a father who, who had the guts to like, say, fuck this shit. They tase, He's in he's in a ditch like he's and then you have other I'm watching other males be like, do I run over there, get shot in the back, get shot? I, and then my friend just sent me to this as well. He was like, the cops on the scene was like, we want you guys to scream or, or yell help while we're walking up. Why are you I You know how many drills growing up when someone enters the schools, they say, shut the hell up mm-hmm why are you putting those kids in danger and then someone I was talking with they're like oh the cops wouldn't do that we had to, I had a sheriff being like yeah some of our deputies went in beforehand to go get their kids what kind of coward do you have to be to get your own kids and not any other kids like I can understand I can understand you saved as many kids as you could and got out of there because you're you're Every kid you have, that's another life you have to take care of as an adult. And if, all right, if you can scoop five and get out, you cool beans, cool beans. But the sure fact that y'all got your kids out there and then told other, other fathers, mothers, grandparents that, oh, we can't get in because we don't we got building keys. That's some real coward shit. It's like, how is this a blue or red issue? They're kids. All their dreams are gone. I literally heard a father being like, I just told my daughter to brush her teeth. She's done, uh, that actually fucked me up to bring it back because I'm like, my niece is graduating. I don't know what I would do in that situation because I'm like, I hear kids screaming. Y'all are making a whack-ass police, like, is that crazy?
2: Yeah. I don't know what to make of that. I don't know. I haven't heard any of that until now.
0: And I'm not saying allegedly, like this all journalistic information that I got on this. How would you all, or that's, I'm not even going to put you all on this situation. Y'all think this is like, this is not a movie. These things
1: happen. Do you have a. F- so. Um, I don't. Like, that's my first time hearing that stuff, too. And for me, like, it rubs salt on the wound, right? Like, I think I would have died that day trying to save my kid or other people's kids or whatever the case may have been just because, like, it's innocent lives, right? Like, when it comes to, like, life and death, like, there's one thing that, people always talk about is like don't touch the kids mm-hmm. right like anybody else's life you could take don't touch the kids and i think that is where for me i think my line is is drawn it's like when you begin to start taking kids lives um that that's they haven't done anything in the world to even have a, a judgment or cash judgment maybe i have okay cash judgment on me but don't take their life don't don't they didn't do nothing to you and and i don't know that it's it's sickening man like we live in a sick world right now and and for it to be to the point where People of innocence are being killed because of your sick values or mental mental capacity. That's selfish. Like that's truly selfish to me. Like it shouldn't be about having someone else suffer because you're suffering. It's like, how do we find ways to help those that are suffering? And we live in a society where I think we're getting better at trying to promote people that are going through stuff to get help, but obviously there's a gap somewhere in between that's being dropped because there's innocent lives that are being taken, um, and and you know this this the kids hurt my soul like the church it hurt yes the the buffalo definitely ten, hurt. Tops, yeah. It hurt, yes, but the kids really, like, that fucked me up.
0: I don't recommend anybody, uh, I just don't recommend anybody, like, watching it, because, like.
1: yeah, oh, I, I, I haven't watched any of them.
0: I don't recommend watching it, because that dad talking about his daughter, that, that, that pissed me off. And then watching the video of the dad in the ditch, and then, um, because there's a a uh, highly dense you know, lat, uh, Latino population too as well. It was just so very interesting. I guess for me, because I don't want people to think I'm like, oh, you know, I'm shitting on cops, blah, 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 all this stuff. Every day, I make a decision. I'm not a doctor, but in the mental health professional field, I make a pledge. And even though it's not like, do no, it's not the, the whole doctor thing where I do no harm, but when I'm, Dawning that role in my life, there's a still base layer of a line of respect I have to give to people that don't deserve it sometimes. And I'm like, there's a professional way for me to cuss you out. And there's also a sense of pride where I'm like, I'm in this role. When I sign this dotted line, this is what, this is my job. Like we talk to kids about responsibility, responsibilities. We're like, this is your job. I don't care if you're having a bad day. I don't care about this this is your job. But when we become adults, I'm not talking about affirmative action. I'm not talking about um, um, all these other things where people could discriminate. I'm talking about you just purely doing your job because that's part of your job. Mm -hmm. And this is the part where I don't understand. We're so blurred when it comes to, yeah, your job has to respect you and your mental health it respects you and things like that. But like, I expect my firefighter to have a base layer of respect for me. You're on the clock. If I cuss you out, that's a part of the job. Like, I don't know what more I have to tell. Yes, the public should respect all people when they're at work. I'm not trying to tell people to take disrespect, but depending upon what job you have,
1: you're going to get it more than some other people.
0: If you don't have the mental capacity, don't do it. Sometimes, I'll even say this, sometimes I wake up and I'm like, man, I've really don't want to hear about people today. I got my own stuff. But you know what I do? I put my black ass in my seat and be like, you know what? It's not about me. This is the job I signed up for. So my thing is I'm tired of people complaining about I need these customers or I need these, you know, this is a public job. Your job is to de-escalate. Why is that so hard? Mm-hmm. You chose that job. If you want a less stressful job, go work at Wendy's. It's simple. One through ten. I'm just sick of it. Because we tell kids to do this all the time.
1: Absolutely.
0: Stop bitching and complaining. If you're a cop, they're going to call you a bitch-ass nigga from time to time, depending upon where you're at. Mm-hmm. The last resort you should be shooting. And I'm actually a firm believer, and this is I kind of want to bring in cost to as well. I'm a firm believer that mm, I think you can shoot somebody in the thigh faster than you can blow the brains out. If I get shot in my shoulder a thigh, I'm gonna, and I could be wrong. I
2: could be wrong. Depends. Depends how close.
0: All I'm saying is, I feel like
2: this situation.
0: I, sorry, I went on a bit of a tangent because no, th- this it's bothers right. me. But cost one of the definitely things I kind of you know want you know, as we eventually pivot out of this and final thoughts is you. I will actually say I really appreciate you because you actually are one of the people who kind of like changed my view on like gun safety. And I actually think that everyone at least in America should have a baseline yeah. layer of knowing how to operate and deconstruct a gun Yeah. and no proper gun safety. And then shout out to one of my old doctors. I was a person who wasn't, I'm like, I'm not going to have any guns in the house currently can't go to the movies can't go turns can't go anywhere without seeing shot or there's nothing safe so i guess yeah. i want to ask for you as a respectable responsible gun owner mm-hmm. you you know speaking and actually like really switching to my views what would you what would you say or how how should gun reform be looked at and approached? that now
2: yeah um I mean, you talked a little bit about gun safety, and I just wanted to touch on that. It sounds like common sense, but unfortunately, a lot of people that own guns do not know how to, like, handle Mm. their gun. They don't know how to deconstruct it. They don't know how to clean it. They don't know how to maintain it. Uh, They don't know how to treat it with the respect it deserves. Um, So I think that has to be part of the process with attaining a firearm. In terms of reform, um, I absolutely think there has to be more... um, strenuous process for attaining a firearm i think not just you but you have to also look at your family when you you, someone decides to purchase a gun for example if my father purchases a gun i think like part of that process they have to look at someone like me as his son maybe someone else in my family uh to also you know to contribute to that decision, whether he does or does not attain the permit for that gun. Because like Arthur mentioned, um, a lot of times it's not the people who own the gun, it's the people who can attain the gun in those situations. So I think that has to come into the situation. Um, it's definitely something that shouldn't be done in a day. Um, I think it should take a minimum of uh, two weeks. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of where I see it. Uh, I don't know. It's re- I, I start to think though, you know, is, is it a gun issue? It, okay, it is a gun issue. But if we take the guns away, do you think people then will just start attacking people in other ways? Mm. Because I know like in England, for example, where like guns are harder to attain, there's a lot of stabbings. Do you think then we see that in our country? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's an issue with our country and like kind of how we are around violence? to kind of bring it back around a little bit.
0: Um, Let's just say this. Um, in my in my thoughts, it's very arrogant of human, it's very arrogant of just humankind to just think, and I always say on here, racism is never going away. It's just going to be more manageable. Eliminating AR-15s or people being able to get rocket launchers. Um, like, hey, like, it just limits what we can kill ourselves yeah. with. Imagine
2: We're, if we just use the rocket launchers. Shit.
0: This is supposed to be a wholesome segment. I'm sorry. I, you, I'm just, you, you
2: mentioned that and like my head just went to. Call I have Duty. dark
0: humor. I can imagine someone be like, yeah, you yeah, have a rocket launcher. And watching them, little niggas be like, oh, this is Call of Duty. Being like, oh, God. Um, but.
1: Don't make uh, me pop the trunk on you. Shit. <laughs>
0: Um, I think, I think, I think you're, I actually think you're right. I think stabbings will increase, but we can control stabbings. Like, all right, you stab. Okay. If you're a big public crowd, you're going to maybe stab two, three people. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to be like, yeah, it's a knife. And then they're going to be like, nah, well, it's going to be scream. People are going to be running. Yeah. And then, um, and then you can disarm a person with a knife more easier. And once again, cause I keep saying this just in case this is, gets clipped up. Don't want to take people's guns away. Don't want to pay people's guns away. I actually want to be a gun owner now. No, 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 no. It's just, it's just, it was too easy. He's 18. Yeah. All right, going through, I'm not going to bring up the other piece because I feel like people are around with it. He's going through his own personal human issues. I'll just say that. And it's not mental health. If you piece it together, you piece it together. All right. Let me go get a gun. If I was a, a gun owner at a store, I'm like 18. Why do you need a... That's my first question. Why do you need an AR 15? Oh, I must go hunt some deer.
2: Bow and arrow. <laughs> 30 out six. A lot, <laughs> of, <I'm> a, lot, <laughs> a lot of better deer hunting. Guns out there, all right. AR- if I ask you for you, actually, don't want to shoot a deal with an air 15, it's not powerful enough.
0: Oh, if I ask you for an ar 15, what do you think I'll be doing with it?
2: Um, two thing, two. you can hurt birds, that's always the excuse I hear. But in reality, you buy an air 15 because it's fun to go target and practice shooting with it. That's why you buy an air 15 if
1: you want the truth. Yeah, then they actually really like to shoot and they're they're like they saw they're soft, like they shoot really soft. They're, they're really nice. the, the bullets are like. This big. They're not.
2: They're in a very. They're not. It's a five
1: fifty six. Mm. Can't you get like different caliber bullets for it too as well?
2: Um. Well, the AR fifteen specifically is that five fifty six. You can get them in like the AK rounds where it's like seven six two by forty seven. Okay. Uh, which are slightly bigger. But then again, even that, like you wouldn't you wouldn't hunt uh, elk oh, yeah, no, with no. that. You you'd want a thirty out six or, uh, something. Uh, three hundred eight is another round that's good for hunting. And those are all like long rifles. Mm-hmm. Sniper type guns, bolt action type mm-hmm. of
0: guns. Oh yeah, guns. you're you're the one that you were teaching me about. That one had to,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm. so I have to agree with Cost. What Cost was saying earlier, like being able to take time in order to purchase a gun, I think is important. Um, I truly think like like what you're saying, also like be able to clean, dismantle, put it back together, that whole process, and even if it's like before you purchase the gun, so say I want this 9 uh, millimeter handgun. Well, they give you a replica, the one that you can't shoot, and you have to, mm-hmm. as a training process, maybe you have to dismantle it, open it, clean it, make sure you can do everything. The safety reason why, like, mm-hmm. before you can even purchase the gun, then they run your background check. Then they, like you said, test your family. See, like, was your family, does anybody in your family have this? Anybody in your family have that? Or I'm running all the background on all the people in your household that are 18 and older. Like, mm, mm-hmm. and yeah. so then it's like, now it becomes more, it becomes more critical, I yep. think. It becomes more critical in the sense of like, you're still able to access your gun. But now, if you really want to access your gun, you really have to take pro- protocols in order to access your gun. Like instead exactly. of, you have um, to really like care about it. Yeah, yeah, and and really understand it, and understand yep. the the purchase that you're making. Because yep. like you're saying, you know, like I was, man, you can go in a day, come out with two, three handguns and thousands shoot, of rounds. Man, thousands of rounds. Go shoot up the city block, and
0: oh, I have a I have a slight. It's not even slight. I have a rebuttal to this. I get it. I see it. I understand it. I guess I look at it as like someone who plans to do something like this. They're paid. They are very patient. Like,
2: Oh, these people. Yeah.
0: they're they, Where I'm like, oh, okay, no, no, I do this shit like quicker, faster. Like, I guess for me, the, what you guys brought up of the, if their family believes they should have this and I, you know what, give us therapists more, more, even though I got to talk to my own, on my own field because we got to be uh, truly unbiased and do the fucking assessment, do the fucking assessment. <laughs> like that's another fucking thing that we should do as therapists, as therapists evaluations.
2: What? Uh, He spilled on me. It's all good.
0: Wow, (laughs) (laughs) that kind of guy, huh?
2: (laughs) Wet lips. You're kidding. (laughs) Anyway,
0: but how do y'all? Um, no, I guess for me, I think the psychic vow and like the friends family reference is a is a big thing because I feel like on a lot of these um altercations, somebody knew. Oh yeah, and or if you don't have anyone who can vouch for you. That should be that should tell you something all right the back. We need you to get three
2: people.
1: References.
2: And it references, three background checks,
1: so on and so forth. Now now if this person is abusing this gun in a now one, two, and three is also according to this yeah. this reference sheet. So well,
2: Yeah. I mean like think about like when you get you apply for your first job and you have to put references with their phone number and email so like your company hiring you can go call them that's just to get a job Mm -hmm. like and then you do a background check there and all this
1: stuff just to get a job
2: a job never killed anyone it's it's harder
1: to get a job than it is to get a gun.
2: Damn, that yep. might be the title. Oh. It's harder to get a job than a gun. Actually, That's really good, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to pick a Tupac,
0: uh, <laughs> uh, cue the Tupac music. That was going to be the title for this episode, but I think it's hard to get a job than a gun now. Yeah. <laughs> take, and then, the, take the cake.
2: And unfortunately, also, just something I want to say, it sucks also, it is state by state. It's different. Gun mm. laws. Uh, for example, in Washington, uh, if you own firearms, you are required by law to keep them in a safe. In Oregon, you are not. In Oregon, you can keep them under your pillow. Uh, in California, there are restrictions on magazine and capacity of magazines that you can mm-hmm. have. It's like a five to ten round capacity. They I think they just approved that in Washington too. In Oregon, surprisingly, no capacity limit or uh, no, there's no capacity on uh, magazines. You can have and a big round old, drum. They can have a big old drum. Yeah, I don't
1: but, understand why you need a 100-round drum, period. But. Yeah.
2: So, at the end of the day, uh, it's a state-by-state state issue. You got to vote locally, and, um, yeah. Uh,
0: for the best. I'll just say I appreciate, even though it's supposed to be a 10-minute segment, I appreciate both of y'all uh, dropping your expertise and just talking about the situation because... I'm not an expert. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, i say expertise because you kind of know information and knowledge because remember we're trying to help people grow I learned some stuff from you that I didn't know and you could be definitely helping someone who may be considering yeah, so absolutely. I mean expertise in that way and I think I definitely kind of want to end this segment just saying you know rest in peace to those babies rest in peace to those church goers, rest in yeah. peace to uh, uh, the, the black women black women the black men and women in the market um, because it was just senselessness and uh, I'll say three-fourths of it ain't mental health. Let me tell you that. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you that right now. Um, So I just want to say rest in peace to them and shame on us, shame on us as adults. And it's just Steve Kerr said it best. We got to do something about it. Like, the thought prayer cycle is done and over with like, what are we going to do? So, um, that's all I wanted to say on that. I don't know if y'all had anything.
2: Yeah, no. Um, essentially exactly what you said, man, you know, thoughts out to everyone that lost their life and hopefully
1: we do something about it at this point. Um, you know, I just hope that as adults, We can be adults instead of, as adults, be children about situations like this. Um, Prior to those families that have lost lives in the last few months um, to gun violence. um, And for those that will in the future, um, because we live in a chaotic world right now. And if adults don't become adults, you'll have kids becoming adults. And I think it's a hard pill to swallow. So.
0: I'm sorry I got to say this. I'm sorry I got to say this because I'm I'm actually triggered, triggered in the way that when you said that and that story about the dad, right, he was going to go pick up his daughter, and one of the kids was covered in blood, and his daughter saves her best friend. She made one of the most adult decisions in her life. That bothers me. That she had to be adult. It was her and her friend. Wow. It's crazy. Man, we have to do better. We literally have to do better. That's why we do this. Yeah, we do it for the jokes. Yeah, we do it for, you know, things like that. But we really want you to think about being balanced. You've heard, we very rarely talk about political things on here. You've heard about costs. You've heard about age. You've heard about me. We're all, yeah, we're friends. But at the end of the day, we don't agree on the same shit. But we still were able to make a fucking show. Yeah, <laughs> we're still able to make a fucking show. I don't look at him any differently than I don't look. It just baffles my mind. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. So, um, s- to switch on the grander notes, um, Gos. Yes, sir. I just want to ask you a couple things. Do you watch the latest couple episodes? <laughs> We're switching gears here. We're switching gears a little bit. Um, yeah,
2: uh-huh. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, do
0: you have any comments? Because you was talking to me about some stuff. You got any comments, for me, man?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I had a good laugh out of it. I don't know. Whoa! I don't yeah. know what you're
0: talking about, man. What are you talking about? I had a good
2: laugh out of it. I thought it was it was funny. Whoa! And we got podcast beef. Damn! I wouldn't say beef. Whoa! Dude. You could you can, you can smell beef. I don't smell any beef. Oh, you better brace yourself. Oh, oh,
1: uh, you talking about me? <laughs> Whoa, well, I don't know. I, well, I I don't know anything about beef. I'm I'm vegetarian. Oh, dang, right. dang.
0: He yeah. said he's leafy <laughs> over there.
1: <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, uh,
1: rubber loves to stir the, the
2: pot. I'm, I'm not even stirring oh, the absolutely. pot. What you always stirring the food. I mean. Well you started it too. You you asked the question. what? All right. You wanna
1: catch yeah. people up? Well, um Yeah, absolutely. I'll you catch too. everybody
0: up. I'm just an innocent bystander in you, all man. of this. You so, asked the question uh, You literally you ta- started it. What are you talking about? So <laughs> see, this is why I gotta keep up with the show. So we got a resident, um uh what's a what's a good jujitsu? U- no, we got what's a good UFC fighter. We got Logan Paul over here, right? Oh, my. God. <laughs> 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 no. Yeah,
2: we got, we got Logan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, you know He's not even a bad fighter. There, there we go. <laughs> yeah. There we yeah. go. to an average Joe Logan in. There, see? Fight. There we go. um and, uh, yeah,
0: that's it. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we got Conor McGregor over here. Uh, oh, this? Okay. Uh, no, we got Khabib Conor. over here. Oh, oh, I went for the moon Say say, Max Holloway We got Max Holloway okay, over here, you guy. know love Max Holloway <laughs> If The reason why Because, you know Some people Some people that do talk to me in flesh, They're like, oh, cost. You know, what's you can't cost off the show. No, he he had to go beat up people to get his anger out. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't want to come home more angry than I do when I leave most of the time. <laughs> we we had to give him a, an outlet. And cost, you know, he just uh, jujitsu. And um, one time when he was on the show, um, we talked about because you know if AJ and cost would get into a you know not a you know beef for a fight. I asked who would win, and um, Cost, do you have any uh, rebuttals to what AJ said about what uh, he said he could do to you? Uh, what did AJ say again? Oh,
2: I, hey man, I don't even know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, AJ, I, would you want to remind I, us what would you do to Cost? Huh? I'd, li-
2: I'd like to hear it in person. <laughs> oh, damn! Oh, <laughs> wow,
1: the beat got heavy in here, but I don't know what I'll be. So, no, I just I I said Cost uh, knows jujitsu. Jitsu. Um, so I would try and keep him off the ground because he would he would definitely uh beat me in that aspect um only you know a little bit of Jiu-Jitsu, so like defense is kind of where my strong point in that um so I said I would definitely try and stay on my feet and use my hands and my length to to beat him up and um that's really all i said, and
2: oh wow uh, I think he said something about. In a life or death situation. We are going. In a
1: life or death situation, yeah, I'm winning. Yeah. Sure. All right. You know what? Yeah. Everyone everyone's
2: entitled to their opinion. Everyone I I don't expect a grown man to sit up here and say, Yeah, I'd get my ass kicked by anyone. <laughs> That's not that's not how we're treated. <laughs> that's not how we're taught as men. <laughs> but to defend myself and my honor here, my, my nindo. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, oh, wow. Okay, Naruto.
2: Uh, I like the point you made about the jiu I think that's a really good point, knowing me. What I will tell you is while I was in high school and growing up, I so I'm a brown belt in taekwondo. Okay. I did kickboxing for four years. See? I didn't know and... That was... uh, Two of the guys I trained with, one guy, Brian Nero was a professional fighter on the local ring. Another guy, Journey Newsome out of Beaverton, just got his second fight, uh, win in the UFC. Super dope. So these are guys I know. I grew up training with. They're like 10 years older than me. They're like my big brothers. Um, so if you want to spar, <laughs> if you want to go to a gym and spar, we can totally do that. Stand up, grappling, whatever you want.
0: Um, hey, let's have the podcast there.
2: But yeah, I'm not the type of guy to be like... I didn't know. Uh, here's a leg kick. Bow. <laughs> this I mean, is why, Here's a roundhouse. Boom. This is
0: why I never let him grab the back of my neck so he can get comfortable with it. Yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm down. I'm always down
2: this spar. Yes. Wait. Can we film the show from there? <laughs> if you if you find a place that'll let us film, this I'll it. let you set this up. Actually, I know a perfect way where we
0: can settle this right now.
2: Oh my god, what? Arm wrestle.
1: I don't arm wrestle. <laughs> I, I don't know what? Nah, no, nah, That was gonna arm, be fun Arm wrestle does not like Oh, I anything.
0: know But it's physical though Never mind. You guys take all the fun Out of it I was like This would be <laughs> great You can arm wrestle See so who's the strongest
2: I'm trying to think For a compromise here
0: Kick each other's shins No, don't do that I don't have You do no liver way. shots <laughs> I think I could probably
2: Take a, a, a liver shot No, you can't Probably you you're gonna shit your pants. Yeah, yo, you. And be, it's not even like, like, oh, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna shit your pants. Like, it's like a human bodily reaction to getting like popped right and clean in the liver.
1: Okay. And and you might be bleeding for a few weeks. Okay. Yeah. Well,
2: it's okay, cause I can beat all of you guys. So. Yeah, man. Maybe you can. Anyone on their given day, I say this. Uh, you can train all you want. At the end of the day, man, if someone has a knife, if someone has a gun. <laughs> that train goes out the window I think of,
0: <laughs> a, he knows how i want to
1: win yeah uh, brass knuckles sand sand I, sand throw, this, yeah, throw that the makes, sand that makes me think of a tony ferguson
2: fight but uh, <laughs> uh like i think uh joey diaz if you guys know joey diaz the comedian he does jujitsu um and he was on a show and he's like you know the the host was like oh, you know if someone comes at you Whatever, you know, are you going, to, is the jersey side going to come out? Is the jiu-jitsu side going to come out? And is like, the gun's going to come out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, at the end of the day, that's all that matters. But, um, yeah, and uh, again, also, if you get soccer punched, which mm-hmm. uh, seems like a type of technique, if I'm being honest, uh, you, can, you can knock out anyone. I think it's actually a trend right now. Not a trend, but it's uh, an unfortunate happening in Australia and New Zealand where people just get soc- soccer punched out of nowhere and, really? like, they die. Because, like, if your body's not ready for that reaction, you get hit in the back of your head. Oh, yeah. And then yeah, you, yeah. like, fall and hit your head on the ground.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Uh, it actually killed, um, if you guys know, Israel Adesanya.
1: Mm-mm. That name sounds familiar. Wasn't he's the UFC right he's,
2: he's the middleweight champion of the UFC. Okay. One of the guys, that his training partner, was killed that way. <laughs> like, in wow. Auckland. In just in Auckland, New Zealand, where, like... No violence you ever see. No, like, barely knives are allowed. Yeah. But, like, people come and just soccer punch you behind. And, um, yeah, his training partner died, unfortunately. Wow. So. R.I.P. All that. At the end of the day, as you train in, like, you know, combat sports and all this, you find that you really don't like violence. Nope. Because you see the worst part of violence. Mm -hmm. You know, I was just at a jiu-jitsu tournament. I saw a lot of people with, like, hyperextended elbows. (gasps) Rolled ankles. People that had to be left- Stretchers. Not looking great, all this stuff. I'm not going to say stretchers, but definitely like slings and all this stuff. And you see that stuff and you're like, you see the reality of it and you realize like a lot of people don't realize what violence can cause. And um, I've had this conversation with other people that do like martial arts and it's like the more you do it, the more you realize like, it's, you know, it's not worth it just to get in a fight.
1: And I, I think like going to that point, I think it's the same thing. Like the concept, like, I, like Floyd, right? Like people always want to fight Floyd. And he's like, <laughs> like, he's not out to get nobody, but I think it, one punch from Floyd Mayweather is probably going to kill you if you're not ready for, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're not re- if you've never been in the ring with somebody who really understands how they can just snap your arm in two seconds, mm-hmm. like, that, it, it's nerve wracking, like wrestling with, like rolling with people that really know how to, like, oh yeah, I can put you in a kimura real quick. And oh, yeah. It's like, oh yeah, you could die being in a kimura, almost like, like it, it's just like it's just like little things that, like, is saying, like, I don't want to kill nobody, but if I will, I have to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's almost like it's more self defense than anything.
2: Yeah. Also, I just want to make this point. I hit. I see this argument with like Floyd fighting these like MMA guys or Jake Paul fighting these MMA guys. Um, there's a reason they always do a boxing match. Yes. There's a real big reason they always do a <laughs> boxing Absolute match. match. Yeah. If if we had a rematch where Conor, you know, and Floyd were in the cage, they'd have to call the cops. <laughs> no, like for real.
1: I, I, I have to agree.
2: He hit, okay. hit him with a low kick, several low kicks, numb his leg, high kick, take him down, and just beat on him.
0: I don't disagree with that whatsoever. Uh, yeah.
2: But
1: That's why boxers box in UFC do UFC.
0: So, if someone gets into a fight and they lose, should they run to boxing or should they run to a mixed martial art? What is the great equalizer oh, uh, in a street fight? Boxing
2: or mixed martial arts? Well, it depends. People always say jujitsu and wrestling doesn't work in a street fight. To a certain extent, yeah, it. I get that point because you don't always want to be on the ground in a street fight because mm-hmm. then you can get jumped. The Tims are coming. The Tims are coming from other people into your head. <laughs> uh, ah. That's a way to think about it. <laughs> but I do think it's in terms of like if you're having a fair fight with someone, I think it's, a, it's the ultimate equalizer. I think like, c- Boxing take, wise? No, no, oh. uh, like if you're uh, grappling, like wrestling oh, okay. or jiu-jitsu or judo, any of those, if you do any of those, I think that's the ultimate equalizer because you're able to use the ground you're able to use the reason it's so effective is because you're using gravity Think of it that way. Uh, that's why like wrestling It's you're using gravity against someone so it's hard to fight someone when you're being like you have nowhere to go You have the earth behind you under you
0: uh,
2: That's why I think it's uh, the ultimate equalizer Street fight. I Don't know Boxing's cool. Uh, I always found kickboxing way better though. I think I think kickboxing is way more effective I think if you hit someone with a low kick they don't even, they say, all right, I'm good. <laughs> like, if you've ever been hit, like, right here where your, your uh, nerve is, yeah, been and there. it numbs your foot, so you get a dead foot, so, like, your foot just stays like that. Yeah, no, that's a good night.
1: Or get kicked in the stomach real hard. Get the stomach, mm-hmm.
2: kicked in the liver. Um, Those don't feel good. Like, there's here. a reason, like, now, if you look at UFC, like, back in the day, guys didn't utilize leg kicks as much. Now... You have to be able to use a leg kick if you're in the UFC, and you see a lot of guys just get their front leg because they have like they're either orthodox or they're southpaw. Their front leg just gets eaten up, and then it becomes just so swollen they can't even like walk on it. Mm. Like what happened to Conor? That happened to Conor. That mm. happened to Max Holloway. Unfortunately, that happened to a bunch of a bunch of guys.
0: Um, what happened to Canelo? Why did he lose? He lost. me. In oh,
2: day. that was bullshit. Now Canelo's still the best ever. Not the best ever. Best right now. Best pound for pound right now. Oh, absolutely. I agree with that. The only reason Canelo lost is because, so, Canelo was so good at his own weight category, he just kept moving up. Mm. He kept putting on the pounds, put on the muscle, moving up, moving up. He found where his limit was. At a certain point, height, reach. The guy had, like, four or five inches on him. Like, good reach on him, too. Like, yeah, no. Like, there's a certain point where size does matter. Yeah, and absolutely. the guy, shout out to that Russian dude. Um, fuck, I can't. Sorry, I feel terrible. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Uh no, but he fought he fought a great fight and he he knew how to beat Canelo. Mm. He just,
1: I just stuck to his game. He kept it real mellow, didn't try and go overboard. He yep. just He has that Soviet style where it's
2: very like jab heavy and then you clinch. If you ever watch Klitschko's growing up, very jab jab clinch, jab jab clinch. You know
0: your stuff. What's your street record? I
2: don't know. Oh, oh. Record?
0: oh, how many fights you win?
2: I'm undefeated How about that sound <laughs> Were you
0: undefeated Dang I've right. never
2: had to go home Crying <laughs> Okay What's the number Alright big big Dude, I don't know do you, do you have a record I do have a record Alright you track got some of Big of dick stuff. energy over there I do not keep it Who, Do you keep a record No Yeah thank you oh, Okay Robert how many What's your record I don't keep I don't keep numbers. I think it's 35 5 and 3 That's very hilarious
1: I'm undefeated as well 4 and 0 <laughs> and, um, I don't like fighting. Yeah, it's like two and oh.
0: I I'm a good number.
1: What's a good number? <laughs> just as just know it's like What's a good number? I don't know what a good number is. I don't Who's
2: know. Sue's constant lets me know his his, his See name. I never fought growing up because you know the neighborhood I grew up in. If you punch the kid, the cops are gonna get called. What's
0: Philadelphia, born yeah, and raised? Yeah, no, I
2: was born in like the white side of Beaverton, or not born. I was raised in the white side of Beaverton. If you kid a kid, his mom was gonna call your mom and probably get the cops involved, even though, even though you're just a kid having being a kid and all this stuff. So
0: East Side of Beaverton, born and raised that stuff. on the lakeside, where I spend most of my days chilling. Exactly. You <laughs> tried to remix it. I was gonna make a reference to. With something white over there, the duck pond. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> skipping some rocks. The ducks thought it was cool. get <laughs> trouble over <from> my neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: good. That's good.
2: Hey, I'm gonna get better.
1: Oh uh, wow! But yeah,
2: did you get? Did you get what you wanted, Robert? Out of that? <laughs> i really wanted an arm wrestle between
0: both of you, but it's okay. We'll have other competitions. But It'll there's, be but no, we'll do
2: hold theathlon thing. I would, would sprints. Lo- He'll probably get me in that. I'll we'll do him. like it's a bench okay. press contest, maybe.
1: Yeah, uh, I might How win. much you benching, dude? I haven't benched in years. Actually, <laughs> I benched like once a month. Uh, Robert would probably Robert oh. definitely probably win that one. Oh, he, he I, was, every I was day. I was he doing squats every day.
2: Last time I benched, I was doing like what the two plates, like two twenty five. Was it? Yeah, yeah. See, this is why I, think I feel like, I could do more now.
0: This is why I feel like we're we're a very tough podcast. We're like we did podcast wars. Like we were like we were covered. We got sticky with the glickies. We got <laughs> we got I sick with the clickies. <laughs> we got decathlon.
1: Uh, yeah, Ooh, Yeah,
0: we got wide receiver decathlon. We got I'm a bench from Sally. Ch- I know Robert lifts actually. How much, yeah,
1: Robert. How Robert, much Robert, you bench, Robert? Robert probably
2: lifts more than me.
0: I think. See, here's the thing. I don't have anyone to help me, so I don't. Want, I don't know if oh, my max on, is. Man, you're
2: too scared. Come on. I'm not gonna die. I don't know what
0: my
1: max is either.
0: I don't know my max is, but like, I see my. I have this, like, gym guy I'm hella cool with, and, like, I just go by, like, plates, and I don't go by, like, the actual number. You am like, the 45? I'm like, oh, yeah, I go, like, 245s and, like, a uh, 35 and a 5. He's like, oh, are you, like, at 315? I'm like, I was like, really? I was like... Because, like, for me, I think 300 is, like, three plates, and he's like, no. no. So I'm probably, like, maybe, like, without anybody's help, and I'm being very generous, i say, like, 325, 315,
2: without oh, wow. anyone's help. That's very impressive. Man. Man. That's a very... Most people say if you can do
1: 225, that's, like,
2: you can, oh, you can like, you're, like.
1: You know, you know, they rep that out in the NFL. That's their combine. The 225, right?
2: 225. Yeah, two, two, 225 that's is what they, like. That's what up. they
1: rep out. And people do it, like, 15, 20 times. Like, like, 10 or 12. That's five. very impressive if that's true. That's very well, impressive. Well,
0: how many pl- just how plays is 225?
1: 245 plates. Oh,
0: 245 plates 245 oh. plates, And then,
2: because it's those forty five or, sorry, the 245s plus whatever the bar weighs, which is, like, another. 45. 45, 45. yeah. Oh, yeah, i do that. So, you're just calculating this now? Like, you never thought... I could could do 12. You never, like, what's a big bench press? You never,
0: as a kid, growing up. That's crazy. No, I could could, could do 10, 12. But, like, Mm -hmm. if I am, like... If I'm, like, in the zone, I can do a smooth 12. Like, I'll start struggling around, like, 9. But I I can rack it on a lower rack. But, like, on... Good on like average days, I'll go up to eight. I'm like, all right, cool. Then I will like latch it. But like, if I needed to, I could probably do the extra
2: three to four.
1: This motherfucker
2: big. Not really. I mean, no, he's got a he's got a good chest. I, I see it.
1: I see yeah, it. I bench like once a month. Yeah,
2: like. See this smart-
1: one. I'm trying to get back into it. Like I've never benched before, really, in my life. Like I've done two twenty five once, and I was in. A, Junior in high school, yeah. just to try and impress people. Like, yeah, I got this. Did it once. So I was like, oh, never done it again. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. never <laughs> tried to do, really do it again. Like,
0: see, my thing is uh, with this guy, and we have a total connection. Like, he's like, we have the same like build. And like, yesterday he peeped me on game because I told him, I, because I see people who like squat like once, like 500 and stuff like that. I don't want to do that. Or I see people bench press like three plates and do that once. And I told him, I just want strength. And, like, I explained to him, like, the car thing. And I was, like, I was able to hold the car longer than I thought I could. Like, just just on strength. And he's, like, all right, I'm going to help you build just complete you about strength. to become a bodybuilder. No. Now, I said it costs, like, some ridiculous, like. Yeah. That dad.
1: My, he was hom- like, my yeah. homeboy, that's what he does. He's a professional bodybuilder. He literally just won a major tournament in Arizona. Uh, not Arizona somewhere uh denver something like that Mm -hmm. dude it's such a big culture like Mm -hmm. the whole
2: a guy do jiu-jitsu with he's a bodybuilder owns his own gym and then one of the people that goes to his gym is a power lifter both of them do jiu-jitsu uh and yeah dude they like they talk about it 24 7 like what they're eating what they're lifting what the what's their routine all this stuff and i'm like dude i'm sorry that sounds god awful
0: (laughs) nah i want to be able to if his leg is under a car being like all right Cause I got, you got five oh. seconds. Oh. <laughs> you got five seconds. I could, I could do the best I can.
1: Yeah. One, one person I, w- I really would love to get on this show. She's uh, one of the world's strongest women. Um, A good friend of mine. Um, And she won world's strongest woman 2019 in New Zealand. And Damn. then she's on the USA world's powerlifting team. Um, Yeah. Okay. Super dope. Super I'm going to arm wrestle her. Super dope. Robert, Stop. Super strong.
0: <laughs> no, I'm dead ass serious.
2: Super st- okay. I'd I, I, I on the podcast. On the podcast. No, super yeah. strong. Armist super
1: her. dope. Like you would be like, huh? Like yeah, she's huh? she's she's buff, and she's a she's a rugby player too. All right. If she beats me,
0: we got a podcast is over.
1: Oh, I'm doing gonna, this for the show. She's gonna, she gonna beat you. She's gonna beat right? you. How
2: about you do the podcast <laughs> yeah. in your underwear or something? She gonna beat you
0: bro. in my underwear. Yeah. I'll think of a consequence. Tell her she's I'm got a challenger. All right, I'll reach out to her. You All
2: misogynistic right. man. No, assuming you could just beat the woman because she's no, a woman. No, no, not
0: because. I raced a fucking Amir. I was like, I don't give a fuck what your triple jump challenge was. I, I like, but he was a jumper. Here's my thing. She's an actual lifter. So. I was. If it was a regular dude, I'd be like, I'll, "I'm gonna challenge you." Here's my thing. <laughs> I think what keeps people like, for me, like humble is like I like different challenges. Where like mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm just kind of like, I know you're better than me at this, so I would want to challenge you to see where I'm at and how I can even surpass my limits. Where I like losing to a uh, mirror was like, all right, this is how I can surpass my limits. Now I have more track knowledge, and I can apply this to be better. So. It don't matter who it is, unless it's swimming, then you always gonna win. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you always gonna win. So uh, you don't like swimming,
2: huh? You don't like swimming?
0: <laughs> no, uh, I can swim better now. I just gotta learn how to tread water because, like, I did. I better. I don't panic as much.
2: Damn! So that's why I never came swimming at my pool. I, I love. Oh, uh, I, I invited th- you, and you're like, nah, bad. I love swimming, unless you dude. unless you're gonna say my love life. swimming. Dude. I love swimming. Love it. Y'all gonna teach me how to swim? Just, water. I feel like water's like second air for me, dude. I love water. All right, love being in water, I, I okay, feel Aquaman. That. Yeah. I feel that. Being weightless, just like yeah, no, there's something special about being in water.
1: I, I can't call you Aquaman. Uh, it's, I, I don't know. So like for me, like stingray. I almost drowned as a kid, and mm-hmm. I, and that was because I'm the youngest of like a whole bunch of siblings, and you know they like to torture you, and I couldn't swim as a kid, and so they used to just throw me in. And then, like, push me down and Uh-oh. all all the above, you know what I'm saying? And you don't know how to swim. And so I, like, begin to learn how to swim from that process, like, so that I can get out of those situations. I can be okay. And now, like, man, I'll go 25 feet and be cool and just swim and tread ocean, swim in the ocean and just tread water, like, lay on my back, whatever, like, the whole 10, like, like, the like. Yeah, mm. I don't fuck with the ocean though. I will say that I,
0: I almost died, and
2: I went the exact opposite. I don't try and fuck with it. Yeah, I like I, I don't know. There's too many things in the ocean for me. Yeah, I,
1: I agree. I with went I went deep sea I went deep sea uh, diving in okay. m- New Zealand in the ocean. Really? And yeah, for sea urchins and like. You didn't see
0: no mermaids?
1: You see no sharks? <laughs> I caught a shark, but I didn't see any. <laughs> caught um, a shark? Yeah, I caught one. I went DC fishing first, and then we went swimming in the ocean. That's crazy. Yeah.
2: I was like, yeah, I was in the Caribbean, and I just remember walking, and th- there were just so many crabs at the bottom. Mm-hmm. So you like step, and it would just move, and I like yeah. uh, I hated that. Just feeling mm-hmm. like at any moment something's just gonna. Mm. So it's a lot of respecting. Get man. my get my toe. Yeah, no, I I have a little bit too much respect for the ocean. Mm.
0: So that's why great white sharks don't like us, huh? What? I caught one. Huh? No, I'm sorry. I was trying to make a racial joke. Great white sharks, you catching one? Uh-huh.
1: Because they're white? Yeah. Okay. No, I caught a hammerhead shark. Oh,
0: damn. Race. Oh. Anywho. Interesting. I think to wrap everything up, AJ had something for us. AJ, did you have something from? Uh, uh, from the gram? From the gram that you want well, to? Um, about. Just to kind of turn the
1: table. I know we've been talking about kids earlier. Um, yeah. Um, This is kind of more on the flip side of it. There's a... Um, I post a scene on Instagram about a guy who has 33 kids. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. It, that's a lot. I ain't going to front. That's a lot. Um, but for me, it was more of the comments. I started going through the comments and seeing, like, the backlash that he received and, like, the trash that he received on online. And it was, like, not only – it was mainly from women, which was crazy to me, Um and there was some from men, but there was like one or two women that are like, you guys are, you guys are the, are are part of the problem with what you see. Like, you guys are just seeing this guy with 33 kids and saying he can't take care of them. Um, he's not doing what he's supposed to do, whatever. And someone posted an article about his situation. For me, my biggest thing came out of it was like, there's a point where you can't just blame the man. Like, right? Like... A man, a man is going to do what a man is going to do, right? But a man can't create a kid by themselves. A woman can't create a kid by themselves. So there has to be some sense of togetherness in that aspect of sleeping together or something, right, um, in order to make this kid. And for me, my thing is, like, you blame the, you got to blame the women just as much as you blame the men. And I'm not. I'm, I'm sorry, ladies. Some of y'all choose men who have four, five, six, seven, ten kids and get mad that he doesn't raise your kid. Well, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you knew this dude has six, seven, eight, ten kids and you're still messing with this dude regardless of the situation. And so that's why it's not only on the men for me. It's on the women and the men. And and I say it out, out of out of respect for both parties, but, like, if you don't know how many kids somebody got and they lying to you in that aspect, you probably shouldn't be sleeping with them, um, What y'all think.
0: I'd say city boys up.
2: <laughs>
0: city boys up a thousand points. We got here.
2: We out here. Wiling uh, and profiling. That's so funny. Uh, yeah, I'm with Arthur on this one. Uh, I think. Do you guys think it's easier to blame the man in that situation because a man can always reproduce? Versus, like, a woman has, like, a timetable. Mm. Ooh. I've heard that argument that, like, you know, men can still have kids, you know, when they're, like, in their 80s or whatever.
1: Maybe not in their 80s. But uh, yeah, those think, kids will come out with with I, some. Uh,
2: I think of, like, Theo Vaughn. You guys know the comedian Theo Vaughn? Mm-hmm. He's, like, he's a very funny comedian. But I think his dad had him when he was, like, 75. <sighs> So he knew his dad for like 10 years and his dad died.
1: <laughs> Maybe 15 years and his dad but, died. But that's probably why he ain't all right. No, just, no, uh, he, you not know what? He's, not the, <laughs> just, he's, a, oh com- he's a stand-up comedian, which <laughs> to
2: do that job, you got to be a little loose in the head. But uh, <laughs> all
0: right, playing whole no games, all right.
2: Yeah, but no, to answer your question. Uh, yeah, no, I think it's on both sides. It's just, I think in life and in everything, it's just easier to blame the man. Uh,
0: uh, I, I want to answer your question oh. to answer Arthur's question. Please do To me it's more like o menos When it comes to that Where of life. What does that mean? It means either or Oh okay so
2: with, Oh maso menos Yeah Is that what maso Maso menos is I thought meant so so
0: Yeah Either or
2: So so uh, Either or Same thing I guess hmm. huh? uh, uh, Sorry tra- Go ahead I'm, I'm
1: sorry about, well, I, you, I didn't know he was over here Speaking Spanish I'm oh, with my yeah. people You know with his people I'm with My yeah. people
0: I'm a mm. poppy. i has been a,
1: inside uh, plenty oh, of them.
0: I bet, I bet you are. I'm a poppy in huh? some uh, mm. in some households.
2: Interesting. <laughs> Go ahead.
0: I think right now, and us as guys, as men, we deserve some of the blame oh, when absolutely. it comes to a lot of these different things. I think I don't say this is the age of the woman. I just think it's more easier in our society to blame males because Mm -hmm. you're right. We are responsible for a lot of shit. It's almost kind of like when a woman talks about her preferences, she's like, Oh, I don't want this or he can't be this tight or this is like that. Or he's got to be in the gym. But if Robert's like, Oh, I'm not a fan of Lizzo. Or you hate black Women, i was like, I just don't like Lisa. <laughs> I just want a fit woman. What do you mean they aren't beautiful? You don't like the Sports Illustrated model that's out there? Um, actually, the Sports Illustrated, you know, she's plus, she's plus
1: She is fine. She is fine. She is fine. Jordan Peterson, you was capping. Maybe she dated Lil Wayne or something.
2: I don't know. I didn't. No, that's a different person. But George Pearson was captain. That George, guy,
0: man, that George, guy. He woke up. He ain't 10. no G. He woke up off ten. He, no he woke up off ten. And it's just kind of like I get, or or I can say to so, you know answer questions. I can get why women are why women need to say that and things like that. But it's not. But I I see that. It's just for me. It's just wild. Going back to who pays for the first date. Oh. And it's, I always want to remind people, and I got this from so many podcasts I've watched, and I just, pray, not pray, I my whole life being is about balance and being as balanced as I can. And I actually do believe this. Women have access to sex. They are the gatekeepers. They're the, the, the helms deep to like. I agree. Mm-hmm. But men are access to the relationships. And marriage, if you're in a <sighs> heterosexual type of build, because we hold the keys to that. And I'm not talking about not the simps, not the simps. We're talking about the man that you go going to marry.
2: No, you, I literally heard someone talk about that how women have sex with whoever they
1: want, but men get to marry whoever they want. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I think that's that's crazy. I, I've never even 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 put that into like a real perspective
0: and that to then hopefully that answers your questions of like whose responsibility is definitely both their responsibilities. Oh, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Even by me saying that, you know, but it's almost kind of like I don't fault the women or the woman who wants to have sex with that person, but it's almost kind of like going back to our theme of like being adults where it's like if you're talking to a person who has kids, it's time for you to jimmy up or like have the conversation before, because I can I can be upfront. I've had conversations with people before, but like what happens if this happens.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Not to saying that you know I record to them so I can take this to the court of law, but I'm <coughs> <laughs> being like, but like literally, truly asking like, what's our responsibility here? Are you willing to take that risk, or I'm not willing to take that risk? Mm-hmm. So just um... I'll take the. Toppy Toppy, the number
2: two. <laughs> <laughs> and the number two, please with fries. <laughs> exactly, and, and
0: then I'll, you know, because I'm not a, I'm not a bad person, you know. I'll, I'll
2: but it's also, I think it's like a roller coaster where it's like where the blame falls. Right now, we're at the men's era. A couple years back, I feel like you know maybe when our parents were growing up, it was more like the women got more of the blame. Hmm. And I, you know, who knows when those tides will turn when that roller coaster. I goes don't. Away. I don't know if I agree with that. You don't know? Okay. I I, I think if
0: the I, for me, I was like, I would like explain more. I don't get it.
1: I, 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 I don't think I agree with that. I think it's the blame is always put on the men, not always, but a majority of the time, allegedly to the case of like, when it comes to sexual intercourse, I think even when you think of like the whole, right? Like, I hate mm. to bring this up. Like, mm. I hate to bring this into this context of what we talk about. But like, if a man says he got, he gets looked at as a weirdo. But if a woman says, there's a grapes, right? There's a there's a big situation that comes upon in that, right? Like, or even domestic violence, right? Like, in a heterosexual partnership, if a man is saying he got physically assaulted in domestic violence, they're like whatever, most of the time. But if a man puts his hands on a woman, you know, and this is a, a subject maybe we can have with a, a woman on, yes, on the show. Um, but I I just feel like men are in the most relationships are the target when something goes wrong, um, and maybe because I feel like women have op- multiple opportunities to to leave and can find something new faster than a man can. Um, And so they always want to push blame on someone else or, or vice versa. Like, I don't know. That's kind of, this is, this is the hat.
0: I agree with you to a certain extent because one, I am a dude. So I see my eyes and lens lens as a dude and have my experience, it's almost kind of like this as a guy, I have a, I think for me, I have a better sense of responsibility of the power that I hold Mm. or like, I know I get different treatment as a man. So it's kind of like cer- certain dudes will talk to females or, I just, oh gosh, this I've been indoctrinated. Certain people, certain dudes will talk to a woman. <laughs> I have. I'm sorry. I'm Now I'm auto-correcting myself. On, I've been saying that for years. But certain dudes will talk to a woman disrespectfully one-on-one. But the presence of another male, they'll be like they'll they'll act they'll act regular, and my thing is as a dude, I take a, a responsibility of like, sorry, Peter Parker always you know, Uncle Ben, great power comes with responsibility, and also when it comes to, I think where it has to move be where like women, you have a lot of power when it comes to because. You're right. A lot of people are going to believe you more than a man because men have perpetrated that, and they have lost the validity of to be right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Not to
0: say that a man a man can't be right, but in that realm, that happens to a lot of women. We've we've been out multiple times, and dudes are just whining, and it just comes to where it's kind of like, as a woman, great power comes great responsibility. I know a person made you upset, but like. Do you really gotta stress the truth? You know what I'm saying. See what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just that aspect where, like, I think for me, as a dude, like, I never fault a person, but like, it's that understanding. So I think that's the part where I'm like, ah, uh, I agree to a certain extent.
2: Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Hmm. Well, uh, this might get canceled. But anywho, you say that at the end of every episode. Literally. Yeah. Literally at the end of every episode, you say that. The reason why I
0: say that is because I sometimes hear people talk, like I'll end with this. i this. I was talking to some people, who can't give any more context than this. And I brought up Dave Chappelle. Oh. And they blew their minds. It, they were so upset. I was oh my God. and I asked them, Did you watch the did you watch the special at oh, all? No, no,
1: I just, just read the article. article. I, I, I you don't like Dave Chappelle?
2: No, I love Dave Chappelle. So it was just, so just kind of like, for me, it was just like... No, that's the world we live in. And, and I think we feel that way because specifically of where we live region-wise. Mm. Love the Northwest. Love mm. Portland. But so many people here are so phony because they're too scared to say what they think because they're too scared of the repercussions or what people might think of them. I agree with that. I agree with you. You
0: be saying shit on here. Like, I if be, more people were you.
2: just honest... And like said, what's on their mind? They'd feel so much more free. They'd enjoy their life. You wouldn't have so many like passive aggressive people in the city. We'd all just be happier. Well, I'm gonna tell say, someone to fuck off. Why not? I'm gonna say what's on
0: my mind. You have you're showing thigh on this episode. What's close I am, up? unfortunately. Look at them thighs, y'all. Look at them thighs. Woo! Get this man out of here, ladies. He's single. I wish I could zoom in more.
1: Well, if you like what we're he doing, like travel nurses. Him. <laughs> Ex-
0: expose him back. <laughs> um, if you like what we're doing, here. please like, comment, subscribe.
2: Dollar <laughs> sign hero Rob. Yeah, Bob. Bob, Bob is, Bob. A, is the Cash App.
0: We're building a studio. <laughs> we're building a studio. We're on Instagram. We're on Apple Podcasts. Look here. Play no games on YouTube.
2: Subscribe. Hit the bell icon so you get alerted when we post new videos. Who are you right now? (laughs) (laughs) You ever watch a YouTube video now? (laughs) Every YouTuber says that at the end of a video. You like my content, subscribe. Hit the bell icon so you get alerted when I post a new video.
0: And this is why your seat will forever be goaded. You're (laughs) crazy.
2: Absolutely. (laughs) Ah,
0: Absolutely. (laughs) All right. Um, Oh, oh. AJ, church announcements. Laces, what, what's going on?
1: I ain't got no church announcements.
0: Okay,
2: Cost, do you have church announcements? I actually do. Hey guys, this week. Um, fuck, no. This is gonna get posted after. Never mind. It's this weekend. Just say it. This weekend, there's a jersey. Uh, there's a soccer kit swap going on at the Toffee Club on the East Side. If you wanna come and buy some jerseys, trade some jerseys. Uh, it's cool. I think it's something we need more in the city, more soccer culture. So yeah, if it, this is, it's going to already happen by the time this posts. But come out to the Toffee Club, anyways. Great place, great culture. I want a jersey day. You want to go? I'll go Sunday if you want to go.
1: Toffee Club. Toffee Club.
2: Oh, it's
0: more of a weekend. You might. I, I'm actually. Yeah. Yeah. Sunday.
1: Yeah. Pull up, show up,
0: time, Toffee yeah. Club. Okay. All right. If, you like, we're doing, thank you so much. We are out. Please.
1: You
2: probably wonder if I
1: think of you. Sorry, I'm for the bag right now. Yeah, I'm for the bag right now. Yeah, for the bag that I never had. Yeah, you probably mad right now. Yeah, I got a two piece now. Shit, I think they call them groupies now.